There's no rewards, guys. There's nothing. I know. We should be getting prizes for these questionnaires, bro. These pop quizzes. Well, I mean, none of us won. So. Like a gold okay. star or something. We're all winners. We were close. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's interesting that it it's the same day that we do in the podcast again with the interest rate hike. Oh yeah, it's by yeah. coincidence. By coincidence. It's by coincidence. No, it's well planned. What are you talking about? I know, I know, yeah. I know. We planned that. This is how we roll, right, man. Right. We planned that. Well, so, on top of this shit. Let's start. Let's start. Episode episode five. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, episode five, guys. Welcome to the Five Star Podcast. We have five of us here today. We have Richard. We have Woody. Uh, we have Rod and we have Winston and my name is Kenny and uh, big news today. We got the interest rate announcement today from Bank of Canada. Mm, yes. Looks like it's holding steady, boys. Fantastic. No, that's, more, that's great no more rate increases for now. For now. For now. <laughs> for now. For now. Yeah. Until, They're probably going to be evaluated in six April, weeks right? again. Yeah. Very, very mm -hmm. bullish. Um, this is this is what the Bank of Canada said. Uh, it said the labor market remains very tight. The employment growth has been surprisingly strong. Unemployment rate is very low. Uh, job vacancies are elevated. Wages continue to grow, four uh, to five percent, and inflation is down. I mean, everything is pointing to good news. Well, what's the inflation rate now? Uh, it eased to five point nine percent in January. Oh, so, so, so it's that's the same number as yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still high, um, I mean, it's still up, but yeah. it's slowed down tremendously compared to last year. Yeah, right. So all all these are pointing to good news, and that's why the Bank Canada decided to um, I don't know pause the interest rates. And this is the first pause since raising it for the one year ago. Yeah, correct. Twelve months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah, you guys you're say? right, actually. The last time they raised it, the first time they raised it was in, in March. In March of 2022. <coughs> that's when it began. Yeah. That's when, yeah, yeah that's, that's when, when things began. were, people were getting caught between buying and selling. Yeah. yeah. Big market shift. I don't know. What do you guys think, man? This is, obviously, this is good news. Yeah. Very bullish. Yeah. Do you think it's a trend for the year or, I mean, it's going to go, it's going to go up again. I'm hearing it's going to go up. The rates? Yeah. Um, 50 basis points in April. I mean, my, my hope is, you know, that they, I, that they, I mean, if they were going to increase it, they would have increased it this time. But I mean, I guess well, they they're taking more of a, uh, yeah, look they, they can see approach. It, though, right? They're probably taking a look and see exactly, approach right exactly. now. Exactly. Like they're probably going to observe what's going to happen over the next six weeks. Right. And then evaluate if they should increase it again. Because once, once the U.S. increased their rate, yeah, you know, yeah. they're going <clears> to <throat> see how our economy compares to theirs. It's mm -hmm. true. They're going to follow right. the U.S. most likely, I think. Um, but um, all signs are pointing to the U.S., you know, possibly increasing at 0.25 right. or mm -hmm. 0.5 this year. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I think we've been telling our clients to get into the market. And here it is. It, it's it's right now or never because the floodgates are opening. Oh, at the spring market, rates are holding steady. What yeah. expect? Buyers back in. Well, I, you know... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, no, I wanted to say like um, the market right now. Like how are you guys experiencing the market? The market? Yeah, exactly. It's insane just right now, the, the amount of buyers and demand right now. Because the market stats from, from a year ago, like February transactions to February transactions of this year, yeah. it's down almost 50%. Wow. Right? However, if you were to look at the January stat from January to February, right, it's actually increased by 50%, right, in terms of transactions. And why do you think that is? Well, it's because the buyers are all coming back out now to look to, to shop. Yep. So because they, yep. they see that this is the bottom. Mm -hmm. the, people were waiting for the bottom. This is the bottom. Yeah, I mean, yeah, bottom there's, there's no boys. More, yeah, there's no more. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wait no more, buyers. <laughs> if you're waiting, like there, this is the time to start buying now, because spring market is going to come and it's going to it's going to explode. It's so, so you're saying bid bid war is back now? Oh, it's been it back. back. It's been it back, back since January. But yeah. It's back, but how, back. how are you guys feeling? Like, I mean, I see a lot of listings with bidding dates, bidding wars. A lot of them are not hitting, still hitting their targets. Like there's a lot of bidding war still, but I think a lot of the sellers still have a little bit more of a higher expectation. Well, they have to be careful too right now because even if they were to overbid themselves, they're actually putting themselves in a really bad position because appraisals are still coming back. You know, the Negative. way they are supposed yeah, to come back, yeah, right? For sure. You got it. So you can't you can't just go over the top like yeah. they used to. Like the sell- sellers are not, you know, they're still th- thinking that they can get a certain amount, but we we as realtors we have to educate them and say hey this is you know take take it now or you're gonna be on the market for another you know 30 60 days and that's what's happening like they have to uh if they don't take the best offer they just readjust their price and then they they sit on so so what are your advices to sellers well for sellers um curb your expectations still like you're you're not we're uh, not like, we're not back to February twenty two pricing. Yeah, we're we're not getting you know three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand or, or twenty one. Yeah, or February twenty one. Yeah. Um. So it, in a sense, um, like I uh. So going back to one of our uh, previous sales, um, our client was like, oh, uh, we, we you know we wanted one point three, we only got them one point two four eight, pretty close. They were they were a little hesitant. But it was a clean deal, no no conditions. And in this climate, having no conditions is quite rare. How many yeah. offers did you have yeah. on that property? Uh, we had we had ten. Ten offers. We had ten, and that was the that was the best one. We 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 got right. them the best price. Right. And then uh, three weeks later, they got something a little like we saw on the market. There was another one that sold on the pretty close mm-hmm. for ten thousand dollars more without a uh, finished basement. Mm-hmm. And he sent it over. He's like, <laughs> "Oh damn, this one doesn't even have a finished basement." At that at that moment, that was the best. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? So I mean, you got ten offers, and that was the best offer. That was the absolute. The market best. has basically mm-hmm. told you that this is the best at price this, you're going to get. At this moment, at this. And how time, many viewings you have? We had like 150. That's insane, right? Yeah. That's so, insane. You know what I mean? You got ten offers. That's. So what was your response to him when he sent that? So post? Um, we we told him like you know after he sent that over, obviously he he was. Oh, we could have got more, <laughs> but in another sense, we got, we paid less for the for the upgrade. Mm-hmm. It's all so, relative, right? Yeah. yeah, like for for the place that we got him, um, we didn't have to pay as much as we probably needed to pay now, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, you buy you buy high, sell high, sell buy high, low, you buy sell low, low. You sell low, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that ten grand, yeah, yeah. like. Sure enough, you know every dollar counts. Mm-hmm. But you got you have to look at um, you know when you buy, you're not paying as much as well. Yeah. So your yeah. spread is not right. It's not. It didn't grow. Yeah. Yeah. So he could have sold for more, but then the house yeah. he could have purchased would have been that much more as well. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what you know, the uh, expectations we have to educate them pre-listing too. Mm-hmm. You, you know, just have to let them know. Yeah. Like I tell my clients, whatever price you want to sell it for, I can sell it for you. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. I can sell it for you mm-hmm. for this price mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Give me a month. I might be able to sell it for another twenty grand. But can you wait another month? Well, there's also expenses too. So a lot of a lot of sellers they don't factor in, um, you know, your your mortgage payments, your uh, property tax, all this. Like you know, thirty days thirty days in, 
every every 30 days you're adding to your cost too right uh, absolutely yeah exactly you'll be paying that mortgage interest possibly storage fees yeah and in the end is it worth it yeah, you get ten grand more, but it, it goes to all those other expenses. So yeah, and you're not really how, pocketing it. And then how many sellers are are tripping out when it's close to closing time on either a precon or something they, they a resale that they purchase, and now they have to sell. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you got sure. them the peace of mind. Mm-hmm. How much is that worth to them? Right. But what yeah. a big contrast, though. Like compared to, let's just say, if that house sold in December of twenty twenty two, compared to now. Mm. It's a big difference. It looks like it bottomed out in December for I sure. I think so. I think December was the bottom. Yeah, definitely. I, actually, I saw. I've, I started seeing a lot more bid wars in January. In January, but now yeah, it's actually even late w- January. Sorry, uh, it started late January. It's, yeah, that's when it, started. it started in January. It got pretty intense in in February, and yeah. now yeah. I think it's just all out, man. Like yesterday, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yesterday, I, I worked on a condo in Markham. And there were four bully offers. It is. It, it didn't even make it to the <laughs> offer date. Ooh, right. right. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. after it, how many days on the market? Uh like three or four. <laughs> like you know, offer dates are usually one week, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I'm saying, like ninety percent of the houses that are well staged, well presented, mm-hmm. they all have offer dates on it mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, York Absolutely, Region, yeah, of course. Halton, they all Durham, have offer dates. Yeah, even Durham, yeah. And a lot of them don't even make it to the offer date. That's the thing. And, no. and what, what are your feelings regarding bully offers? Because on one hand, you're like, if I'm getting this offer right now as a seller, what can I get possibly if there was a presentation date in a week's yeah, time? You'll never know, right? Honestly, it can work either way. Yeah. Right? You can either get the best offer on the bully offer. Yeah. And if you go, you know, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. Yeah. You know, I think... Actually, I think Wynn and I actually were in a competition one time. I actually submitted a bully offer yeah. on the same house. Yeah, we were talking about the same house they, as well. They end up, I, I end up, ended up offering it a lot more than what they ended up selling it for. I think it was like 70 grand. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It so was his, his grand bully offer was 70 grand more, 70 than, grand grand more than the than offer that yeah, But they, they were won. like, no, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. And I'm like, well, you Good know luck. what? This is a very fair offer. Yeah. You should take it now. The market's changed. You know, th- this is actually a really good price, and they didn't want to take it. They so, said, we yeah, want to wait the offer they presentation decided date. to lose and a car. You know I don't know. What can you say? Right? I, we ended up not even submitting the offer at the end, and they ended yeah. up selling it for much less. And you were your client wasn't at the presentation? No, they they well, out, right? actually did more time. They had more research time. Yes. And they did more feng shui, like, yeah. you know, things, and they're like, oh, this doesn't actually fit our oh, our feng shui Ooh. right so it, it was so they like, lost so we the backed out they we lost a really out. strong buyer ouch yeah um whereas you know and then win got lucky yeah. <laughs> no no it's not luck man it's not luck <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not luck please it's not luck don't hate offers could could backfire on the seller sometimes of, of course. you, you yeah. just never well, know of but yeah. you, like you said it depends on the house and how they if it's well staged well presented it's nine times out of ten is probably set up for a bid war so i, I did a, a listing durham is hot right now durham is, is selling um so before i listed the house I went through with the client. Mm-hmm. I said, here's, here's our area. Here's our, our community. And we looked at, let's say, 50 houses. And not like f- out, of, out of 50, 40 of them were set up for bid wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. And the ones that had not been set up for, for a bid war tried to, and they price changed it. Right. So right, everyone's right. going for it, right? They're, yeah. Everyone's going for it. And this might be the market, like you said, spring market rates holding steady. Um, I think it's great for our sellers. <laughs> it really is, right? Yeah. But then back to your point, the expectation, right? Curb, curb the expectation. 100%. So they want to sell high, 
but they want to buy low. I think right now, like the with the, with the bidding wars, um, do you guys find that the the actual selling price is in line with the market, or is it over the market? No, what it's it, some it of them are getting up over. Selling at? Are you talking about some, what it well, ends up selling? At? I, I what mean, it ends up? It's not as high as it was last year, yeah. but there there's some properties where I saw where oh, this is actually more than I thought than it would sell for. Yeah, right, right. But it's not like what do you feel? Like maybe like 40 percent of them that are like staged well, listed well. They're going over market more or, than expectations. Yeah, yeah, it's more, hard. more than what we would expect. Exactly, based off exactly. of previous sales. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't say all of them. Like a, a good chunk, though. Yeah. So what is what are your opinions on bidding wars as realtors and for buyers and for sellers? You know what you know what I think. I think I think bidding war is fine, but it should be, it should be really transparent. Right, there should be really no secrecy to the process. Mm -hmm. If you can pay more, you deserve more. Yeah. Right. If you have the, the financial capability to pay hundred and fifty more than this other couple or person, mm -hmm. you deserve it. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've, I've always been saying I, I really don't agree with the bid war process. I yeah. think it should just be open, mm -hmm. and the best person wins. But if you if you look at the stats, say Australia, they have an open auction. Yeah. Right. Okay. And that proved that at, that actually made prices much worse and higher. Really? It did. Oh. Yeah. Because it was out in the open. Because it was out in the, the open. Bed? That's right. Yeah. Well, Sotheby's and Christie's would how hold blind bidding if they got their clients higher selling prices. Mm. Right. I'm, I'm I'm looking from a, from a I mean a moral perspective, like a, <laughs> right. right? Like you, the idea of like okay. No, if you if you have a desire to want to buy a property. Right, and you and you have an open bid, right? Like, oh, I really love this property. Oh, you know what? Like, I, you know, they gave me one hundred and fifty thousand dollars more, right? Okay, I can. Of course, that. you want that. You'll take yeah, it. Of course, I'll, I'll I know. Our, I'll, I'll our I'll objective is to get the free. highest price yeah. for yeah. our sellers, right? It's it's like if the desire is there, then. But why not. wouldn't it be with an open system though? That's what I'm saying. Like, well, I mean, not? if it's an open system, like if it's a desired property, then the bidding would just keep going up and up and up and up. It, it will not. make prices much worse, or, or it'll, it'll, it'll qualify the buyers who make an emotional decision within within five seconds mm -hmm. to go well over, and they'll say, no, 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 I see that person as one fifty. I can't do that. I can't go one fifty over. I can go one twenty five. That's my max. That's always been my max, and I'll stick to it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe there's a filter it'll, it'll, it, by seeing the highest bid. Well, you're either you can do it or not. Right. Right. You can compete or you can't. I guess I, if you look at it from that, that perspective, but in terms of price, it's yeah. it doesn't it doesn't like make the prices go down. But I, I can mm -hmm. understand your point where, you know, but morally, I, I don't think I don't think it'll change even in a blind bid. Yeah. If your max is you say one twenty five. Yeah. You're not gonna go one thirty still. I don't know. I've had right. I've had clients who are like and they'll over leverage. Yeah. Well, they always ask, it? "What do you think the highest bid is?" I don't know. Of course, they're not going to tell me because they they strategize based on that. Because you know, obviously, they're trying mm -hmm. to get a deal. But I, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think about? Didn't, the, didn't they change the rule where if the owner wants you to disclose it, you you can disclose it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But then you should be disclosing it to all realtors. Everyone. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like I mean, well, I mean, it's it's all situation based, right? So yeah. if your seller is saying, "Yeah, you know." Disclose the price. Yeah, right. You then you you're okay with selling. Absolutely. Your... Yeah, you have to listen to the the lawful instruction mm -hmm. of your client. Yeah, yeah. Right. If they say go ahead and tell everyone, I want at least two million dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well. Yeah, but because in my experience, if if you got offers and one is drastically higher, it's different. But if if you're neck and neck with another buyer, right, and you're within five or ten grand. If they go up five grand and I, I see them, like I can go up five grand above them. And then they're going to say, oh, 
it's just another five grand for yeah. them. It'll, it'll keep going, yeah. It'll, it'll mm. go back and forth. Yeah. And where does it Next stop? Thing, you know, 50 grand more, you're like, yeah. oh, shit. And, and then somebody's <laughs> going to get sick of it and go, 50 grand more. Yeah? Yeah. 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 So I, I think there's arguments to either side. But how about as a realtor? Do you think a a fire market like it's going to be this spring is is better or worse for as a realtor or and, and as well for buyers or sellers for sellers definitely hot market is is awesome what about as a realtor for ourselves depends right i mean if you work with mostly buyers then mm-hmm. then it's obviously not as fun yeah right if you work with sellers it's great but uh you know, in my perspective, I, I don't I don't think like a super hot market is good in the long run. You know, we're getting a lot of buyers being outbid. And, you know, if you represent a buyer, you got to put down like 10 offers and lose nine of them before you score one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of time, yeah, yeah. you know, it's so. And out of, out of the 10, you're probably looking at, you know, 10 more or <laughs> 20 more units yeah. before you actually put Exactly. In. So exactly. It's, it's a lot of legwork for us, uh, which we don't mind, but. Um, for the buyers, too. it's just They're, no. It's emotionally draining for buyers. Yeah, they are. Yeah, because like, we do us, this all the time. Yeah, yeah we're, right? we're just all we're 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 putting in the legwork, yeah. whatnot. But the buyers are like, oh, I lost this one. Oh, I really wanted it. I lost another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely emotionally draining. Yeah. I've had clients that failed uh, in bidding wars four or five times, and they're like, we need a break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what the hardest <laughs> this coming market is going to be what it was prior. Yeah. I, I feel the market is going to be. It's gonna. There's gonna be bid wars because there's still a lack of inventory. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But the buying pool is not as big, right? Um, it's not as big as it was previously. So therefore, you're probably not gonna get the 15. I mean, you're. Well, actually, that's that's not true. You're gonna get the 15, 20. But I mean, <coughs> it's it's gonna be. It's not gonna be as crazy. The the jumps in prices are not gonna be as aggressive as it was in the past. Hopefully, but <laughs> I, I'm seeing I'm seeing pretty crazy jumps. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, there was a, a freehold townhouse in Oakville that was listed for nine nine nine, and they held offers. And I was okay, like, okay, Oakville, okay, Oakville, uh, okay. So has it sold? Has it sold? It sold. It's sold. Okay, okay. Should, should we guess? Were you guessing this? <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. okay, it was listed for nine nine nine. Yeah, okay. yeah. And yeah. I was Tell expecting I was, I was expecting <laughs> around one point one five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's low. That's yeah, a low expectation. Tell us about the townhouse. townhouse is it? It's what? a freehold townhouse. Yeah. Okay. Freehold townhouse. It's three bedrooms. Two story. How, how two story. It? Three bedrooms. It's around. Uh, it's around fifteen hundred square feet. Okay. okay. Single uh-huh. car. Not too big. Single car. Uh, how old is it? Fifteen, twenty. Yeah, it's like ten, fifteen years. Okay. Okay. Where? Yeah. Okay. Where? Uh, I don't remember the exact intersection, but um, it's one of the. I don't remember. But <laughs> did, it, did it show well? Was it staged and all? Or did not it, really. Not really. It wasn't. Renovations? It, it was just a standard house. It wasn't okay. upgraded. It wasn't staged particularly mm-hmm. okay. well. It was just an average house. So okay, don't, don't, tell, don't tell us the price. 999. Yeah. You say 999? Okay. No, no. no it, it, it was listed okay. for 999. So what do you think? My, my number for something like that right now, um, three, three bedrooms too, right? Yeah, three, three bedrooms, bedrooms, three washrooms. Yeah. Probably one, two, five. That's what I, I was know, thinking. That's, too. that's exactly what, that's I'm what I was too. thinking. One point two five. That's sort of market value right now. One two five. Yeah, that's, one, two, a, that's, what that's probably what we're looking at for like a freehold townhouse. It's like pretty under close. one two yeah. might be hard. I, I, would, yeah, I was in like around that. one two five. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty close. It was, it was almost one three. It was almost one three. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, almost it's crazy. One, three. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's even yeah. higher than the our expectations. 
Yeah, and this was recently, and so the market is definitely big shift. Even just yeah. compared to last month, I find. Mm-hmm. Wait, can can they close though? That's the, that's the yes. thing. Well, I was can just they gonna close? Ask, well, I was just gonna ask. What was the market? What was the market valuation for that property? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are some comparables? Yeah. You know, most of the comparables were back in December, so I guess it's not too fair. But I was thinking like 1.15, mm-hmm. 1.2 max. Yeah, you know, right. so 1.3, almost. Yeah, 1.3 1. 3 is yeah. quite a bit wow. more than. Was that our client? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So so that's very interesting. Um, but I want to point out the stats too, yeah. that um, this is the, from January to uh, February of 2023, yep. this is the first time that the home price index actually went up in price mm, in the wow. first time since the rate hikes. Right. So it definitely bottomed out in December. Um, if you're looking at the stats from January to February of this year, the average home price index in Toronto uh, went up an extra 1.1%. Now, it doesn't seem like a lot, mm-hmm. but it's still a jump. Okay. Explain home price index. Very good very good question, Woody. So there's a few things. Um, let, let's go by average price. I, that's that's very typical, very obvious. Mm-hmm. You take you know the total, uh, the amount, and then divide it by number of properties, and that's the average price. But the average price is not good because it could be skewed. If mm-hmm, a lot right. in a certain time period, if a lot of lower end homes sold, it's going to skew the numbers mm-hmm. downwards. Mm-hmm. Of course, and yeah. vice versa yeah. with higher price homes. It blends everything, every category into one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. um, so median is a little bit better. It takes, um, it sorts out all the all the sold prices, and the number right in the middle is a median. Mm-hmm. But again, it could be skewed. So, home right. price index right. is the better way to do it. Um, it actually tracks the typical home, mm-hmm. or the more you know, the more traditional homes mm-hmm. and it excludes the lower end properties and excludes the ultra high end properties. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so more just realistic. The, right. the middle okay. piece. The middle point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so exactly. What, what is it? So the home price index change from January to February is 1.1%. Okay. So that's an increase for the first time um, in 11 months. Okay. That's huge. Yeah. But however, we are still down year over year though. Mm-hmm. Of course. So makes, makes sense. So year over year, in GTA, we're still we're down about nineteen percent. Wow! Since yeah. the peak wow. of last year. I mean, it was the well, absolute peak. It, though it was going to happen. Yeah, it was going to happen. Yeah. Right? It was going to happen. <clears throat> I think we're at a healthy level, to be honest. This is where it should be. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess from January, no, from February to March, it's going to increase more. Yeah. I'm just just a guess. Right? Mm-hmm. So, sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say anything. <laughs> I swear you did. Gonna, I, I, I know. Gonna, I know. I'm gonna run back the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay. Let me let me guys. Uh, let me ask you guys something. Uh, see if you can guess. The year over year, which area do you think had the steepest price decline? <laughs> steepest price Steep, decline. It, it, it's um, steepest like price we're decline. pretty specific. Are, are like you, the town and the city. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I can go first. Year over year. So. I'm definitely based on how it was before. I think the Durham region was definitely the one that went up the most because it didn't have too many transactions. But when anything did come up, it was crazily outbid. So my guess is Oshawa, Oshawa or Whitby, I'm, one or the other. I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, just based on what other clients have said, um, and and some other people. I'm gonna say Brampton. 
Oh, I'm gonna say mm. Brampton. Because Brampton um, used to be Peel Region. Uh, actually, yeah, Brampton actually, used to be like three hundred thousand over asking. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I gonna say it's stable enough. That's, that's my guess. I think hey, you're wrong. I'm gonna say Brampton. Why is because Indian Indian immigration is actually the number yeah, yeah, one. Save your guess, man. Save, save your guess. guess. Yeah, don't, don't justify. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just don't justify. Let them talk. Let them talk. What I'm just saying is that, like, you know, number one immigration for Toronto right now is Indians, right? And then Chinese. Yeah. Right. And then you know. The market goes where the market goes. We're just talking about the biggest decline. Okay. But you're right. In, in, you're right. Hundred percent. Average price. So you got you got Brampton. I got Oshawa. Oshawa. What do you got? Woody. What do you got? I'm going to go with. I I think Oshawa is a pretty good call. I, I actually I agree. Yeah. Three Oshawa guesses. Yeah. Yeah. That's my feel. Uh, uh, Richard says Oshawa because of his. Interaction with the <laughs> from last week. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, right. like that part of town saved me as much, man. Central Oshawa. No, Oshawa's huge, guys. Oshawa's yeah, I know. I, know. I, I mean, think Oshawa's cent- yeah. central's pretty rough, but yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. So wait, wait. Okay. What is it? These what are all these PTSD. are all good guesses, but the correct answer is Caledon. Caledon oh. dropped negative twenty five percent year over year. Okay, so. What is there in Caledon? Like, there's not no, a there's, lot of there's infrastructure. Massive yeah. estate homes. There's not a lot of in Caledon. Uh, infrastructure to justify that. Oh, no, yeah, they don't live there That's because they, yeah. they want to work there or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, they, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful the, rolling hills. Yeah, the people that live in, live in Caledon don't, don't have like, to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, you know, a lot, a lot Cal- of people that did move out there have to move back out. Why do you think? Why do you think the the big fluctuation? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm surprised. Do you think it's a lot of work from home crew? Like they went there and during the lockdown and now they had to go back and sell? Like, I, I don't know. What do you think? I think I, well, that's what I'm saying. Like um, infrastructure is not there to support that type of increase. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think um, people there are making the income that needs to sustain that type of level of, uh, of home prices. And so it's actually very interesting. You say infrastructure. So for our listeners and viewers, yeah. what do you think is key infrastructure for price maintenance or appreciation? Um, so I think, um, well, public transportation access, is definitely sure. one. Um, mm-hmm. Like obviously the um, access to a highway is yeah. pretty important, especially out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you get closer and closer to Toronto, um, I think that just having the time like you know 15 minutes away is 15 minutes away drive mm-hmm. um you, you can't change that uh and i think every like you know 15 minutes is, is a difference between um ajax pickering another 15 will be you know whitby oshawa so every I, i'd say every 10 to 15 minute drive you see a price drop yeah that's my think and um kaladin is probably a good yeah. 40 minutes away from yeah it, it makes like sense the with four, what you're saying like the dvp even yeah no it makes sense with what mm-hmm. you're saying and that you know infrastructure or the economics of caledon isn't very strong mm-hmm. right however the economics is not much different than like say stoville right like it's all stoville is is primarily a city that you know is people where they go and live it's residents purely yeah right um so is caledon right so they they, they depend on neighboring cities to support their economy. Yeah, like their... the spillover from Markham. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. <laughs> so really Caledon is, yeah. would be a big spillover from, say, like Vaughan or Brampton. Yeah. Um, and whereas, you know, Stouffville would be more like Markham. Well, and Richmond like... Hill, Aurora, exactly. Market. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, maybe there was more spillover in Caledon, you know, during the, the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Right? Possibly. Yeah. What What is the average price of a home in Caledon right now? What does it say? Yeah. 
Uh, Kaladin average price. Uh, so this this price includes um, all detaches and uh, townhomes. It's one point three million. Mm. That seems really really high still. Yeah, that's really kind high. of right. Kaladin. Like yeah, yeah. one point three. Yeah, that's lumping detach and townhouses. Everything. Wow. Yeah, that's everything. That seems really high. Yeah. But uh, Oshawa is pretty close. Oshawa is a negative 23.7% year over year. Mm-hmm. And the average price on that one is 822000 That's a huge... What, what was Brampton? Um, <laughs> no, Brampton's not a list, man. Richard and I have to talk about it. What is it? Brampton is negative 22.7%. Thank you. That's definitely more significant than I thought. There's no rewards, guys. There's nothing. I know. We should be getting prizes for these questionnaires, bro. These pop quizzes. I mean, none of us won. Like a gold star or something. We're all winners. Let's guess the other one. Okay. Which town or city had the least... Uh, year over year decrease. So the the town or city that did the best, that performed the best, and held their price the best. Start on this end. Oh, okay, all right. Quick, quick, quick. Come boom, on, Rich. Boom, boom, boom. I, I want to say Richmond Hill. Okay. Okay. All right. Forest Hill. Fort. You mean Toronto? Tor- Just, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Toronto. Oh, okay. okay. City of Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. City of Toronto. City of Toronto. I'm I'm thinking. Mm, Markham. All good guesses, man. Richmond Hill wins. It only decreased year over year negative 12.37%. That's the best performing. But the city of Toronto did pretty well too. It's negative 13. Mm -hmm. Negative 13.89. Okay. Uh, That was all the guesses, right? Just Toronto and and Markham. Markham. Oh, and Markham. Markham Markham did okay too. Um, Let me just see where Markham is. Negative 13%. So it's all pretty close. Yeah. It's all pretty close. So... It shows you location is key, right? It really is. Yeah, yeah. close to the city, um, close your to the highway. City, you got highway. Well, you got yeah. the, Rich- the full infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um, Richmond demand, Hill is like demand, really. Yeah. yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge area to for, yeah. for Richmond Hill. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, the interesting part is the uh, deta- single family detached decrease the most year over year, and as you get cheaper, the prices held on on average better. Mm-hmm. So. Um, if you look, if you look at condos, they kept their prices relatively mm-hmm. in yeah. line. Like they didn't drop as much as detaches. Right. That's because oh, that's yeah. what any yeah. that's well, what anybody can afford. That's it. Condo condo yeah. apartments are generally going to maintain because yeah. they're their starter homes, right? Starter yeah. homes, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like the entry yeah. level point. So yeah, really it's pool. Not gonna, yeah, there's always going to be a buyer pool there. Well, yeah. what's the average price of a detached in Richmond Hill? Richmond Hill one point four two six million. I would pay 1.4 over a 1.3 in Kaladin. I don't, I don't know. Again, Kaladin blows my mind. I, I have no it's idea It's an average why. price, right? This is average. The volume of sales in Richmond Hill versus Kaladin is going to be much greater. Of course. But yeah. then again, it's, it's you're closer, you're, you're 40 minutes it's away from yeah. Toronto. Versus, you know. But there's also different pockets of Richmond Hill. There yeah. are. Right? There's some, some well, better areas of Richmond Hill, like you know Jefferson Forest yeah. versus, you know, like, you know, areas that you were you were working in, like yeah. Mill Pond or, um, you know, whatever. Like, there's so many different no, communities. No, def- definitely, definitely. Right. But just overall, like, if if it was, like, up to you as a buyer, would you would you pay Richmond Hill or would you live out in Caledon? Depends on what land? kind of lifestyle, though, right? Yeah. Like, you know. Caledon would be more of a, you know, 
not not former. No, but, but they, it's it's less it's it's, it's not less as busy, busy, so they get out there mm-hmm. to get away from They're all like, that. They want that the outdoor, chaos. right? Right. Yeah. Well, if you're if you're used to growing up in say a place like say Vaughn or Brampton, and you want to buy something closer to family, right? Then you're gonna yeah. maybe buy something in Caledon, right? Um, or you know, Kleinberg. <laughs> Or if they get a bigger, uh, if, yeah. if they can get a bigger house in Caledon. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Kleinberg, that one, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's part of the fam, bro. Kleinberg, bro. Yeah. It's part of fam. But no, but no, look. <laughs> if, if, if they can get a bigger house in Caledon versus a small, tiny Rich, townhouse was, in Richmond was, Hill, what would you do? That was a direct right? aim shot. <laughs> no Kleinberg love here, yo. No Kleinberg love. <laughs> Yo, my, yo, right, we, for my our viewers, next to you, we live, come on, Kleinberg. <laughs> <laughs> but it's far, it's pretty far out there. The Central and East Enders here. You know, actually, you know, it's been, it's been quite nice because uh, once the 427 reached out to Kleinberg. Oh, great, great recovery. Yeah. Great recovery, bro. 100%. <laughs> well, you're Appreciate talking about infrastructure it. access, right? Yeah. So it was actually, it's, it's much more accessible and much easier. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's personal. <laughs> no, it's less personal. Rich, no, less personal. There's no recovery, bro. <laughs> it's, it's personal. It's personal. <laughs> Kleinberg haters. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Kleinberg's awesome, bro. So we talked about interest rates. We talked about bidding wars. Let's let's talk about what you guys think will be the forecast for this year. Okay. So Durham dropped negative 23% year over year. Mm-hmm. But now, as you're saying, you know, activity is picking, picking up quite a bit right now. I'm seeing a lot of bid wars. Yeah. So do you think it's going to keep continuing? I hope so. You hope so? <laughs> I got a listing there right now. So, so uh, like, I mean, <laughs> if you were to, if you're a buyer now, um, where where would you tell them to buy? If I, I mean, was a buyer right now, like, yeah, depending where, on the budget, where would you I, kind of, the I think it depends on the buyer. The buyer would. Well, good value. Let's just say, like, good value. Something that kind of meets a lot of. I, I still think personally, like, Oshawa has untapped potential still, right? I know people are saying, well, the prices have skyrocketed. It, it, it has, but there's still a lot of room for growth there. Um, you know, the school, the G, well, the, remember the GM plant, that used to be the draw, but now it's the university, right? Correct. Now it's become mm-hmm. an institutional mm-hmm. area, right? Which is drawing a lot of crowds. Uh, off the 401, they've, um, or off the 407, um, they have the new Costco. Like it's really developing mm-hmm. very fast. So I still think there's there's untapped potential um, in Oshawa, personally in the East, what do you guys think? Uh, I, th- I think Oshawa is a, it, it's got so much potential because uh, I think right now the, the region of Peel is still trying to clean up um, even Central. Because mm-hmm. um, to me, Central Oshawa is kind of like the, the old region park of Toronto, where mm-hmm. it was a little rough. Um, you know, there's still tons of potential. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I've I've seen some projects um, where uh, big plots of land are being sold off, um, condo projects, and um, they're trying to gentrify the area to yeah. clean it up and to bring in a lot more investors into the region. So I mm-hmm. think it's a matter of time. Maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but uh, it is coming. Mm-hmm. So Central Oshawa is definitely something to look out for. Actually, that's very interesting. You mentioned Costco, Regent Park. Yeah, Regent Park. Look, look at how Hamilton has been gentrified. And I read an article comparing Costco versus Sam's Club in the States, but it showed that Costco's clientele 
is actually of a higher income. So I would go where the smart money is. If Costco is putting their business there, they know something. They've done a lot That's of good research oh, for you, right? Exactly. They don't, they don't randomly place their no. spots. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've always told clients that wherever you see a smart center pop up, yeah. they've That's done the really research smart. for you. Yeah. yeah. That's a good area, right? Generally speaking, it's a good area, yeah. right? They, they know who's there. They know the income levels, like you're saying. They know who's going to be buying here, right? Yeah. Oh, and, and another thing that I always tell my clients too, if once you start seeing um, like little indications such as like a Starbucks pop up, Done. That is <laughs> that is key because they're not going to put uh, a Starbucks in right. a low income area. Correct. Because they already yeah. see it coming and they want to cater to that crowd. And if you're the only one there, mm -hmm. they're everyone's gonna come to you. Why? Why Starbucks? Why yeah. not chat time? What's, what's going <laughs> well, There's no love for bubble tea. <laughs> There's no love for the bubble tea. But that definitely like it, it, it's more mainstream. Yeah. Um. So I think like. Usually, I no, I get it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And that's, that's why that's Kensington, Kensington Market had such a huge pushback of having Starbucks come into there because they know once Starbucks is in there, everything else is gone, and and the locals yeah. won't be able to live in Kensington Market yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah, Starbucks is a key indicator. Well, Kensington Market was always very independent, right? Like mm -hmm. It was more for the artists. artists. It's a close knit yeah. community. Yeah, for sure. exactly. Yeah. So putting a chain, a chain restaurant like that in there, it, it changes the dynamic. Changes the oh, the, the culture, the the demographic. Yeah, as you well. have to support local, right? There's a lot of local coffee shops yeah. that, mm -hmm. that yeah. thrive yeah, thrive on that business, right? So right. But yeah, you, you you start seeing those. You start you know maybe maybe it's like a Longos or something. Um, you know, like you said, Costco. Once those go up. People flood there, and it, it becomes oh, yeah. a selling point for mm. developers. For it, you know, it, it pushes a lot of infrastructure all of a sudden to the yeah. area. Yeah, so. because if you were a business, you'd want to be closer to Costco. Because imagine how many clients you can get yeah. just because you're next to a Costco. Yeah, like no one wants to be beside. Like I, I don't want to put any shade on it, but like who wants to live next to a pawn shop versus like a Starbucks, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you, you get that different feel. Mm -hmm. definitely yeah okay okay no that's fair but wh where do you think the market's headed though in 2023 is it like are we gonna see bidding wars until december do you think i i, I don't think so. short, short term i'd say increased prices more bidding wars i don't see it slowing down right now i uh, I, I, I think see, interest I rates are gonna play uh, a big yeah, role when's the next rate interest yeah. <laughs> i think i think rate, those, rate those variable factors would have to be considered yeah right? see I, yeah. I don't even think the next rate would affect anything anymore so the the biggest thing why it dropped last year was because there was so much uncertainty with inflation mm -hmm. and the banking kind of had to increase so aggressively mm -hmm. people were on the sidelines because it was there was such a big unknown mm -hmm. but now this year you know the the message is that it's going to be steady or if they do increase, it's going to increase very small, like 0.25%. Mm -hmm. So there's more certainty. Even if they increase another 0.25 this year, I don't think it'll make too much of a difference. I feel like the, these rates now today are more mm -hmm. normalized. I think well, the effects of the interest rates haven't been fully felt yet. So they're saying a recession is still we're still on the edge. Now, where it's is this recession, coming. by the way? Where is this recession? You can't tell by looking at Yorkdale, but Nordstrom just left. True. Nordstrom's all gone. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Bed Bath Beyond is is closing shop. Yeah, exactly. Right? Bye -bye, so baby. use up your gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> but retail is different, though. I, I feel like that's different because that's a different topic. Yeah. I I, I think, I think it's just 
Canada doesn't have the population to support these. Well, that's uh, also brick and mortar too. Like, yeah. Uh, well, that, I, the whole business model is is very. It's, it's a little dated, dated now. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a little sure. dated, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's strictly just ec- economics because people are still getting Amazon Prime. They're still shopping. Right? But you can't dispute the fact that these retailers leaving, that means less jobs and that means less money into the economy. Mm-hmm. And overall, th- there's going to be spillover effects into yeah, well, other areas well, of the I mean, there's a lot of other economy. ways that people generate revenue today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Besides, you know, actual employment. Yeah. Employment is... Actually, a lot of empo- uh, corporations are having a hard time trying to find mm-hmm. employees so, because they have their own way of generating their own revenue right now. So what, what are your thoughts about where the market's going this year? T- to be honest, I think the government is going to try to maintain it at a very steady, increased rate. It's, mm-hmm. gonna, it's going up for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to go down like mm-hmm. last year. Uh, like Kenny said, we have bottomed out. Mm-hmm. We are now going to start to tr- slowly trend upwards. Mm-hmm. But not at a very aggressive rate. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it's going to be very steady growth throughout the year. We just need more inventory. We just need way more inventory right now. Hundred yeah. percent. And you know what? Like we're still getting a huge influx of new immigrants to mm. Toronto. Absolutely. Right. And that's what's driving the market. Right. Like there's people when you have new people coming, we have to find places for them to live. Yeah. Right. So where are people going to move to? Mm-hmm. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Woody, what do you think? Oh, I li- like I said. Bidding wars going up for the year. Prices Bidding going up for the, for the short term. Okay. Right. For the year, yeah, I think it's going to hold. It's a good time to buy because mm-hmm. it, it's more balanced than we've seen in the previous years. Yeah, but I, I agree, it's going to continue <coughs> going upwards. Okay, not not as a steep pace, right? But right. Definitely. You, you know the question is okay. So at what point were the interest rates? Where do they have to land for everything to just come crashing down? Well, I like you, you don't think it's going to go up much more this year? What are you in the mortgage industry as well? What do you think? I think it's a tough question to answer. I, I think know. high single digits would be. I think it would start going back down, uh, or at least hold steady. Well, I shouldn't have to come yeah. to that. <laughs> That's going to destroy a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, right now, what are what are we at? Four and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think we we can absorb because the the average rates they aim for is around five, five and a half. So we should still be able to handle things up to that point. But if you're going into the eights, mm. that well, will be painful. I mean, honestly, w- recently, I think part of the buyer demand is actually because a lot of these banks have reduced their four and five year rates. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Uh, we're talking at the uh, Young City Square launch, yeah. where we're talking to national bank guys, right? And they're saying that, oh yeah, our four or five year rates are like 5.1, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It was like, whoa. That's that's insane, right? right? Like we we're, we're hearing six seven, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Now it's a five point one <coughs> fixed fixed. Yeah. So yeah. fixed is actually lower than variable. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, a lot of people do the one year fixed, yeah. like at six point five. <laughs> yeah, and then going in, hopefully locking into a variable after that, after the year, and mm-hmm. hopefully goes. Yeah, the variable rate's much higher yeah. than the actual fixed rate. Yeah, yeah. What's your prediction then, uh, Rod, for the year? I hope it's steady though. I, see, I like to see a balanced market. I don't Absolutely. like seeing market yeah. rip. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I no, seriously. Like, it's 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 also you know affordability, and mm-hmm. I know the prices have to go up eventually, but it, we still need to to have a healthy market of buying and selling. We can't. Mm. We, it needs to be affordable, right? It really does. I don't think it ever will be anymore, but there needs to be a balance. So I like a balanced market. I think I think it's a balanced market now, 
right? I don't think this... You think it's going to stick? Depending on the product too, though, because come on, if, if you've got a great product, no matter whatever you have and everyone yeah. wants it, mm-hmm. it's going to the moon. It's, mm. Do you know what I mean? If you've got that one property, there's still a lot of buyers out there, but I'd like to see a balanced market. I want it to be fair, right? Right. It could happen. Right now, it's not balanced for sure. It's not balanced, mm. but... In the summer, let's just say if we if there's more inventory, if there's it more could. inventory, so, I know. So I'd like to see that, yeah. right? But I don't. So my prediction, I still think there's going to be a lack of inventory because we've had mm-hmm. that for like ten years, twenty years. Yeah. There's, there's always going to well, be a lack I mean, of inventory. Our, our if you economy think about is it. growing. Yeah, our economy mm-hmm. is growing at a really rapid right. rate. Yes. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see it balanced, and I'd like to see uh, uh, both buyers and sellers get ahead. So we got um, increase, increase balance. Well, I mean, I think okay. Rod's What's ideal it? is a balance, but do you think, I think it's going though? Yeah. I realistically think it's it's probably no. I think it's going to still be uh, a seller's uh, a buyer's market right now. If you ask me, like mm. you're going to get ahead if you're the buyer, in my opinion, because mm. the expectations as we were talking about for sellers, it's not there because they still want the 2022 prices. So when you say right? it's a buyer's market, a buyer's market would generally mean that the buyers got their own choice, like they can wait. And take their time and pick property. And to get a deal. Well, yeah, they, that's definitely yeah. not the case now. Well, no. Okay, so it depends. on the, So sellers right now are also with that same attitude, right? Because they don't have to sell it. I know some sellers who are testing the market. <laughs> Literally. Oh, no, because, I, have, I have several. Yeah, they, yeah. Think, they think in 2022, like, it's going to be the same and mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to get 200K over asking. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. That's great. We'll try it out. But so they're testing the market. They mm-hmm. don't have any pressure to sell. They haven't bought. They don't really plan on. Mm-hmm. Put it out there. See what we get, right? Mm-hmm. And and hopefully we get more than expected, um, but but is that the right strategy right now? Right, like who's at the advantage? You can well, you, I mean, you can okay, test, so but it might not even sell. Well, that's right? that's my point. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like in, no, I'm sure. I see a lot. It, I'm I see sure a lot of offer, but does it does it get to where you really want? It, it doesn't to get hit that. the target. Right. So I'm I'm seeing like right now I'm I'm seeing a lot of people where, you know, they're testing. If they don't sell, they don't sell. If they don't get the price, whatever. Oh well, right? Like, yeah, it's oh, like well. it's yeah, it's, let's, it's let's not it. it's not like um like it, I wouldn't call it a fake listing, but no, no, no. in the, the sense intent, that yeah. yeah, the intent the is in, the intent is to sell. They want to get the highest they get price, the right price, right, right. right. So a, a lot of these they're unrealistic. So these the, some of these, but listings it's all are relative not, though at the end of the day because yeah. if you sell high, you know the market's going up. Right? No, like no. no gonna... I, I say, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying from the from the seller's perspective. Some of these listings, um, they're if they don't sell, they don't care. Yeah, they don't have to sell. Yeah, right. They haven't <clears throat> bought anything. I mean, as a, as a seller, I mean, they have to sort of recognize that. Mm-hmm. No, they. No, yeah. but that's what, what we're what... saying, though. That they won't recognize. So the expectation is still 2022. Right. So right? that's okay. that, well, those, not in 2022. Those, require, those people require a lot of education. Yeah. Know, so if, so basically, my <laughs> point here is a listing that. So let's say they're they're asking for nine nine nine, their expectation is one four. If they're not getting it, that's a fake inventory on the market because it's, no one's going to pay that. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm gonna say. I, I can see mm. that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So yeah. in a that. sense, that being on the market does nothing for the market. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't help yeah, alleviate. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So even even lower even lower inventory. Okay. So final yeah. thoughts. We're we well, we well, said we'll we'll have a quick podcast, but it's coming close to like couple I think it's like 45 minutes but anyways yeah. final thoughts Winston right. um, 2023 yeah, so 2023 I actually think um opposite of these guys so I think spring market is definitely going to go up um there's still not enough inventory but I think as the buyers that needed to buy start getting into the market in spring I think it's actually going to slow down a little bit in the summer when 
people have um, already bought what they needed to buy, and then there's not that immediate need to, you know, new buyers to jump in. <clears throat> so I think yeah. once that group has done what they need to do, the market's gonna stabilize and it'll still be a balanced market. That's my prediction. Okay, so wait out okay. the spring market craziness yeah. and hopefully it'll come back to normal. Yeah, I mean, everyone's been waiting for a year, right? So those people that needed to buy, they're gonna be jumping in right now. What about those renters that waited a year? To, which is right now, now, which is right now, right? So like, therefore there's gonna be more buyer demand, no? There's gonna be buyer demand, but I think um, once that in initial group of <clears throat> buyers that need to buy something or wanting to buy something, once they're done, I think the um, it's gonna be maintaining a balance. I don't think it's gonna be like bidding war, bidding war for, for the rest right. of the year. I think it's bidding uh -oh. war for spring, okay. um, summer is gonna be stable, fall maybe a little bit more, but it's not gonna be like a huge increase. Let's hope so. Yeah. 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 What do you think, Ken? Uh, yeah, I'm in line with uh, with Winston. I mean, I don't want it to be you know up and up and up every single month. I don't think that's, that's crazy. Uh, that's not we healthy. don't need, we that don't need to break healthy. records that every month. No, healthy. we don't. Yeah. We don't. We, we, we need something more balanced. I yeah. agree with you guys. So I'm hoping that's going to be the case. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, good, good podcast, guys. All right. Good job, guys. Bye-bye. Cool.